the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where gold, the best kind of gold. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome to Maybe Daily. I am Sonny Munn. So lovely to meet your acquaintance. And with me on the other end, therefore with you, is Mason John Termain. How are you, Mace? Bing bong. Yeah, not bad. How are you, Bing mate? Bing bong. <laughs> did you ever, did you see that interview with the Knicks fans out the front of the garden? I did. When they like made the playoffs and someone said, what do you think of the Knicks making the playoffs? And all he said was, Bing bong. <laughs> And I just looked at him and went, yep, I know exactly what he means. Did you ever have a doorbell? (laughs) (laughs) Could you please all stand for the segment we call Ask Mace? Move your tail! Move your tail! You look like a girl out there. What's the matter with you? I feel like a Kentucky fried idiot. Did you ever have a doorbell? God. Growing up? Yes. Did you? Yes, I did. And we had a doorbell. Did it yeah. ever break? Did it always work? Not all the time. Nah. It was one of those, yeah, it got They're stuck. They're always shoddy. They never work. <laughs> Every time I go to someone's house and there's a doorbell, I'm like, this won't work. Press it. Nothing. All right. That was good. We used to use, it got to a point, our door got so loose that you just use a credit card to open it. Just yeah. slide a credit card into the lock and would open. We had that at our old house in uh, in Brunswick where I'd use an old video card. <laughs> yeah, it had to be the right card. Blockbuster. It had to be the right... <laughs> nah, the nab's not going to work. It has to be a blockbuster. It has to be blockbuster. <laughs> it doesn't open up. Oh, did you return Batman? No. <laughs> Batman returns. Funny, funny little story. <laughs> Me and my mum went to hire movies and they said, oh, sorry, you got a few overdue movies. Cheers, Q5 yeah. softcore pornos that Brod what? hired out. <laughs> Mum's like, nah, I swear to God, nah, nah, we haven't got any out. No, no way, nothing. What are the names of them? <laughs> flagpole bitches was one. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Flag, stick this up your flagpole was like the motto under it. And mum's like, how is that uh, soft? That's not softcore at all. By the sounds of it, hard, isn't it? Flagpole, Christ! <laughs> so it was pretty wild. Oh, that's an awkward convo. It at was home. weird. Yeah, I don't want to tell you the names of the movies. Tell me, okay? <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. Mate, our local video store, Chicken Video, when that closed down... <laughs> I forgot about Chicken Video. Yeah, Chicken Video, best <laughs> business model ever. So simple to the point. You get 10 weeklies for 10 bucks, and you can get a quarter chicken and chips and a strawberry shake while <laughs> Mate, you're looking for you. That is the shit. It was unreal. <laughs> it was so good. And it's like, anytime I mention it to anyone, they're like, why did that go out of business? And I realise it's because of assholes like me. 
So it went out of business and I remember really lamenting it going, oh man, that's a shame. I love that place. And then I sat in my lounge room and was like, oh, there's coming to America. There's the gods must be crazy. There's every volume of the late show. There's Universal Soldier. Okay. I'm starting to see why a chicken video went out of business. Right. What are we doing? What are we doing? We are sponsored, Mace. As always, by mintsports.com.au oh, on fire over there at the moment. Great. We're also sponsored by Around the Grounds, a tale of the last day of the EPL. Whoa. I love that final day. Pump that into my veins. It is the most love it. intense shit ever. Love it. So let us pray, mate. Let us pray. Let us pray that Coventry get another crack at the Premier League oh. in the coming years. Let us pray that Sam Kerr remains injury-free God. for the next few months. And let us pray that by the time people hear this, the good guys in Maroon are already up one blot in State of Origin. Please believe it. In Please believe. In the name, name of, of Big, Big Sam, Sam Troy, Troy Dini, Carlos Tevez. Tevez. And Sergio, Sergio Aguero. One of the great finishes to Premier League history that day. Oh, a pen. pen. It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli. Aguero. Such a big, big, big weekend of football results around Europe. So it's going to be a football-heavy episode, this one. Back to our roots of maybe daily, going straight into the football. A week's a long time in anyone's life. It's an eternity in Mm. sport. How's your week been, mate? My week's been okay. You know, I was thinking about Mm -hmm. how it's been. But 27 minutes ago, not that I've been thinking about it much, I kind of did the most racist thing I've ever done. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Great. Went downstairs to the front door of our apartment. And I could see a shadow out the door. I'm thinking, what is that? What is that? I open mm. it. Pitch black. Can't really see him. He's a guy holding a white plastic bag and he walks in. Uber delivery, for Uber sure. Uber delivery. I said, what address are you after? What address are you after? Come in. Mm. As he got closer, it's my neighbor. Just because he's Asian. I thought <laughs> it was an Uber delivery guy. Oh, no. Is, is that is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. If he's got is the it? plastic bag and it's a shadowy figure, he was is holding that racist? It. He was holding it up like this. And I said, what address? And he looked at me and goes, it's me. It's My me. house, dude. It's yeah. me. <laughs> and I went, oh, I and couldn't I heard see you, you there. And you then put your fingers to your eyes and did that slanty-eyed thing. <laughs> not cool, mate. I could not, not see cool. you. I could not see you in the mist. No, I did not do I that. Fi- I, was thinking about, I was thinking about racism the other day and I was thinking about... <laughs> Flat out, are you? <laughs> the Chinese delegation is up next. Although they're the last, they've been waiting with Zen-like patience. The Asian delegation chooses the RZA, the JZA, the Wu-Tang I think fundamentally we're all racists is what I came to, where there are varying degrees. It's a spectrum. So I'm not lynching anyone. I'm not going to Klan rallies. But when I play it into a football and there's a black dude on the other team, I'll be like, I've got the guy in the pink socks. And inside I'm like, geez, I'm good. Geez, I'm a really nice fella. 
Everyone knows that guy in the pink socks is the only black guy, but I, I didn't say that, did I? And like, that's a racism. That is a type of racism because it it's really systemically is. built in. It's like level negative one racism. Yeah. I saw this Asian guy walking down the street and I thought, oh, maybe, maybe he can park. You know, like there's just little variations of racisms. So I don't, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself, mate. All right. Thanks, mate. Thanks. But hey, question. Did you survive the earthquake? Is the real question, mate? Oh, <laughs> we had an earthquake Sunday night. Yeah, I love earthquakes. Breaking news! I loved it. It was awesome. Was it in the in the literal sense of the word, full of awe? What were you, you doing? Know the word awful. How that's changed over time. Mm. So, like back in the day, when there'd be a volcano that would erupt or something, and people would go, "Oh, what? What an awful! It's so awful." Because you're so full of awe. Yeah. But then eventually it would be like, yeah, volcano erupted and like 1,900 people were burnt alive. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> awful. So over time, things that were awful were known to be really horrible. Anyway, <laughs> um, the earthquake. <laughs> Juicing. That was so wet. Wet and juicy, that. The tone of it your voice went into juice levels, yeah. Juicing my bowels. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. Oh my god, the story's fucking shitty. Oh my god, it's really really boring. Oh my god, the story's fucking shitty. Oh my god, it's really really boring. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. What I say. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls every day and every night, dog. Yeah, 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 that's how we do it on the West Coast. Some real shitty ballin' fucking stories, y'all. Yeah. Thug life. Yeah, earthquake. <laughs> no, so I was nude in bed and I'm sitting there and I was like, Jesus Christ, this latest batch of gummies have got some kick because the whole wall started moving. I was like YouTubing old Don Rickles talk show appearances. Of course you were. And I was like, Christ, that's got a bit on it. And then my door downstairs is very flimsy. It's like off its hinge. So it's just waiting for someone to kick it in. Get a credit card through it. Yeah. yeah the, right. So so the video easy card was stuck in there and I got up. <laughs> but I thought, shit, someone's breaking in or something's happening here. So I frantically tried to get my strides on. So I go staggering downstairs, cockeyed, with my cricket whites on backwards. <laughs> and I'm just standing down in my lounge room in the pitch black looking around at no one. Just going, oof. I gotta to go to bed. I, I could have sworn that something was going on here. <laughs> went back to bed, watched Robin Williams on Craig Ferguson, and then uh, woke up and went, "Oh, it was an earthquake." That makes me feel a bit better. I got amusing. Talk to me. Thinking thoughts in my mind. Wanna see if I go blind? Another amusing from your man Mace. Out of space, wearing lace. In a chase with Christopher Case. Oh my God! Here we go again. Here we go again. Amusing. Musing, musing, another musing, musing, what you got, musing, brain stop, musing, feeling hot, musing, I'm not thinking much, musing, yeah. Why do people shout out their hometowns on talk shows? Musing, 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 another musing, musing. Is anyone from, uh, you know, like adolescence Kentucky? It's like, woo! Woo! The other thing is they give like 
nearly every element of their address. It's never, <laughs> you know, are you from Seattle? Yeah, I'm actually from Seattle, Washington. My house has a letterbox out the front with two numbers. It's a prime number. It's 19. That's a one and a nine. And I don't take junk mail. Woo! Just say Seattle, mate. That's we know where it is. We don't care. Unbelievable. That one's been growing on my gears for months. God. Woo! I'm from Brunswick, <laughs> Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Southern Hemisphere, Earth, planets. Woo! Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, funk it down for Sonny Mon's main headline. Give me that funk. You gotta have Sonny Mon. We want some money. Foot, foot, Kicking foot. off and maintaining all episode. We've got football, Mace. Oh. And close to home, the A-League final is going to be played this weekend between Melbourne City and the Central Coast Mariners. Wow. I, you know what? We're just talking about like shouting out your hometown. Yeah. Central Coast is a bit of a weird name, really, when you think about it, isn't it? Central Coast. Yeah. What's it the center of? Is it between Brisbane and Sydney? It's very east. Not that center. Technically, we're an island. So, not technically, like we are, we're an island. <laughs> it's not spherical, but the center of the coastline could be anywhere. In relation to the other side, it just—it's a bit confusing. It's a bit confusing up there. There's a town named Tumbiumbi. It's all over the shop up there. Some real racists up there. Is there? Speaking of racists, a lot of racists. Central, Central Coast. Coast. Now I've just double juiced. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Ultra juicing. Get just in my bar. Get just in my bar. Get just in my bar. Every day and every night. Where are they playing this game? It's out west, isn't it? West of Sydney. It's in Sydney. I mean, that's wow. the controversy with the A League is that it's going to be it's going to be in Sydney for the next couple of years. They sold the rights to it, so no matter who's in it, whichever coast you're on or how central you are, you're not going to be able to watch it. Let's put a thousand more fuckwits in the west of Sydney, like they need more. It is littered with imbeciles. Shout out to Liverpool, Fairfield. Like I said, we all have racism. <laughs> Still with football at home, yeah. the Socceroos in the rematch of the year are taking on Argentina next month, mid-June, in Beijing. Mate. What is going in? International Cluedo. 
What's the deal? <laughs> Where on earth is coming? I'll take, I'll take Arnie's men against the world champs in China. No, I'm afraid it was uh, Professor Lionel with the left boot. It was Milos Degenek with a shovel and the lubricant of force. Definitely Degenek. What's the go there? Why is it over there in China? I don't ask questions, mate. Some things are beyond my remit, and this is one of them. I'm glad we're playing. I'm glad we're playing Argentina. But, uh, yeah, going to struggle to make that one, Arnie. Sorry, mate. Won't be able to help you out. Hey, who's eating chicken feet, by the way? Who's going to a Chinese restaurant and ordering their chicken feet? No one's doing that, are they? It's always on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> always on the menu. Who's eating a chicken foot? No one. Oh, mate, I'm starving. What do you feel like? Oh, a bit of chicken. Oh, yeah, wing, leg, breast, foot. Just talons. Just after a few talons. The beauty about chicken feet is you can pick your teeth with it afterwards as well. Chicken feet. Chicken feet. Mm, Arnie, mm, Arnie would be a huge chicken foot man, I reckon. That's what he's going for. The oh, duck yeah. or chicken foot. His breath would just melt the meat off the bone. Oh. <laughs> Nothing but a little chicken. Speaking of eating, Mace, competitive yeah. eating time now. Oh. And we followed this story from go to woe and woe just happened. I flew over to New Zealand on the weekend, mate, oh. and uh, and went and saw wow. our man Iron Guts take on Canadian Molten Moose Jack. And <laughs> it was a ding-dong battle. Mate, that was back and forth. It was It was wild. 15 rounds of torture. But the weird thing is they, they should have got some average Joe up every round to take half a bite of these things because they both kind of did it on their ear. Our man dominated, did not break a sweat. Oh, he is cold. The Canuck just had his head in a bucket for about four hours post-competition. But men sports were there. We followed everything. So, mate, I've got to tell you, <laughs> there are some characters in the competitive chili eating world. Oh, that's a shock. Absolutely. Let me give you the drum. There is a type. I fit in really, really well. Yeah, They're basically white heterosexual dudes <laughs> in their 30s and 40s with facial hair who look like they haven't washed in a year and just <laughs> love swearing and drinking piss. Yeah, a lot of frizzy hair. I found my people. Yeah, a lot of sweaty BO, a lot of BO, I reckon, through that room. Heaps of hot BO. Mate, it'd be hard not to. There was a guy, just a random punter, because it was held at this bar that there was a chili, it was a chili festival. People were doing taste tests and stuff like that. And anyway, the, there's a room out the back where the competitors could sit. And this guy comes barreling in and needs to lie down. Green chili like, room. Yeah, in the chili room. In the, the green, green chili, chili room. room. <laughs> Instead of a red carpet, it's just red chilies <laughs> on the floor. Like the coal walk where you walk over the other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the trust walk. Come on, Iron Guts, I've got your back. Do you? I've got you, mate. So anyway, this guy comes barreling in and everyone's like, get out of the way, this guy's really sick. And he was like having cramps and shit from all the chili. Oh, God. And he lies down on this couch and he lay down unsuspectingly. It's like half an hour after the main event and he's right next to this industrial-sized bucket of chili spew from the Canadian. <laughs> and it, I'm talking oh. like 75 of these things. And the aroma, like it would oh. make a glass eye cry, this stuff. Oh, it was like Warnie's, Warnie's uh, cologne. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking SW23. And he's, he's lying on the couch and his face just completely melted and went, Oh, I don't feel so good. Oh. Like, yeah, you're next to a bucket of the most powerful chilies on the planet, dude. Someone moved the bucket. 
We just like this. It wasn't good. We just hovering around, just watching everything. Like I just... was so into it though. Oh, like I, I was just at oh, first, yeah. I was trying to just get characters and do that sort of stuff, and I was just into the scene. But then I got, I wanted it more than Bledisloe Origin and the Ashes combined. Yeah, yeah, by the end of it, it was 100%. a real rivalry. We'll be able to watch all of that Min Sports went over there and filmed it with me. So we're Whoa. going to be able to put that up. We'll be able to point people in the right direction to watch our hero go at his work. I've got to tell you though, Mace, obviously I was at the airport when I flew. Not a hairdresser in sight. <laughs> no snips, no hairport. <laughs> filthy. The hair up Absolutely there. Absolutely filthy. Mate, and it. the other thing is, yeah. I was speaking about this this morning and yeah. like, biggest pet hate, when the plane lands... And people just shoot up out of their seats. What seat are they doing? Trying to get out. What are they doing? What are you doing? Like their head is arced under the overhead compartment. Like they've got doing? posture like the letter yeah. C, like a horseshoe, <laughs> just craning their neck. You've got to wait another 20 minutes. It's still taxiing on the bloody runway. Just relax, guys. Where are you going? Where are you going? Chill out. Just fucking. This chick oh. did it in, in the adjacent row to me. The guy in the aisle was just chilling out. And I got I respected him because I was getting so frustrated and intolerable. And she just said to him, are you going to sit there and wait until everyone's got off? The seatbelt sign's still on, mind you. And he just looked at her, chewing gum, and went, ah, uh, no. Nope. And then he went back to his phone. And I was like, oh, my what God. What a legend. I respect that oh. so much because I was just, yeah, I was too frustrated to deal with it, you know. You're fired up from all the chili watching. Yeah, that's it. It's the same dingbats, though, that when they get on the flight, when they're boarding, they all run to the front of the line. Like, we all have tickets with allocated seat numbers. It's ridiculous. Getting there first changes nothing. They should The the the, the, the pilot should come in with the, uh, sit the fuck down, or something, like a rule uh, where he can just sit down. come in. <laughs> yeah, just come My in. My favourite was years ago when I was in uh, in the Caribbean, done a bit of travelling, pretty lucky to do it, thanks very much, no worries. And on this tiny little flight where, you know, when you board it, they're separating people based on weight, and I'm like, I don't like the sound of this. <laughs> we land, and it's wonky as, and we bounce about five times, oh. and the, everyone's a bit relieved when it finally stops, and the captain comes on. And goes, uh, whoops. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. So- I really respected it. I liked it. <laughs> whoops. Anyway, well anyway, done to Iron Guts. We love you, Iron Guts. And all that will be found on Min Sports in no time. Back to football now. Wow. And it was the last day of the English Premier League. Leicester, oh, champions mate. about eight years ago, are gone. Leicester have been relegated. Everton survived with an absolute banger. banger. The Saudi-backed Newcastle United are in the Champions League for the first time in 20 years. The equally financially-backed Man City had it sewn up about a fortnight ago, but not too much talk of their 100-plus violations that they've been charged with. <laughs> I'm sure Lord Panic is cleaning up on his Jeez. hourly rate. <laughs> Where that up there? the story go. The fucking yeah, boondocks. Just sitting back counting oh, his cash. Oh, fucking hell. Mate, this last day shit is unmissable. It is the most yeah. dramatic. Knowing what it's like over there, people live for this shit. Yeah. The Everton fans wouldn't have slept for weeks coming up to this no, game. No, it's too and intense. It is so intense when he hits that ball. It is just unmissable. It's There's amazing. something about the crowd reaction as well that is this beautiful mixture of elation and, and exultation and joy, but there's a distinct feeling of relief 
So they're cheering, but they're also just like, it, it's almost like a gasp goes up. Like, oh, like the air's been released out of some pressure valve. Yes. It's such a, such a yes. bizarre thing in sport to just not be cheering, but to actually emotionally be drained with relief as well. It was oh, awesome. it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Leicester relegated is wild. It is pretty big, wild. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you think if you had said to a Leicester fan, if you'd said to them six years ago, you can win the league, but you're going to be relegated in six years, oh my God. they'd all take it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going like, yeah, no worries. Absolutely. Give it to me. Pump it. And your owner's going to die in a helicopter accident. Yeah, whatever. I'll take it. <laughs> See, I didn't say Asian owner. So I'm so good like that. Just trying to deliver Uber Eats quicker. <laughs> You'd hear the chopper coming in. <laughs> Mate, me nuggets are cold and someone's chopped up the fries. Four stars. Wow. <laughs> well, you can keep your Christmas days, your Thanksgivings, your Hanukkahs, shove them in a sack. It's the last day of the Premier League and let's not waste any time as we go around the grounds now. Let's head to Stamford Bridge, Peter. Stamford Bridge is where I have this highly intense scene, Jeff. Chelsea and Brighton in unbelievable, unbelievable game so far. The game hasn't even started. The drama is alive and well. They're shaking hands, Jeff, shaking hands and one player has fist bumped another. It is insane here, Jeff. Back to you in the studio. We will be sure to be straight back to Stamford Bridge at the earliest possible moment. It seems like it's all kicking off there. We now cross to Hugo for Fulham versus Southampton. How's it look, Hugo? Big game here at St. Mary's. Jeff Fulham and Southampton take each other on in a battle on the final day. One of the big notes I have here, though, Jeff, is the team sheets have come out and up front for Fulham. Up front for Fulham is Mohamed Al-Fayed's monkey named Pebbles. Oh, apparently he can shoot from left to right. This is going to make for an interesting afternoon. Jeff, back to you in the studio. <laughs> Selection upset there with Pebbles the Monkey fronting up at St. Mary's. Let's head now to Neville for the spice of the Merseyside derby. Good afternoon, Jeffrey. I'm here in Anfield, Liverpool for the big clash with Everton. They're arch rivals in the Merseyside. Oh! What are you doing to me? Leave me alone. Back to you, Jeff. Well, Neville seems to be in some form of duress there. Trust the Merseyside Derby to give us high drama. Let's head over to Kevin at Selhurst Park, where it's Crystal Palace against Wolverhampton. And it is a big, big day for Wolves, Kevin. Big day for Wolves indeed, Jeff. The only wolf around here is me wife, Jeff. She's a wolf in sheep's clothing, Jeff. But you wouldn't know anything about that now, would you, Jeffrey? Ah, yep, just trying to get a little bit of information about Crystal Palace Wolves, Kevin. I bet you he's trying to get information, Jeff. Because information is power, innit, Jeff? Probably sitting around my palace, drinking out of my crystal with that wolf of mine, ain't you, Jeff? Okay, going to cut you off there, Kevin. We seem to have an unhinged one. It's been a long season, 38 games. That can't happen to anybody. Let's head over to the Etihad now, where Erling Haaland's Man City are taking on Tottenham Hotspur. Hello, Jeff. Morning. We're here at the Etihad, and the game has already started, and 
you wouldn't believe it, but he is 4-0 already. Haaland with his fourth goal, and we're only 30 seconds into this game. Oh, my God, it's going to be a long day. Raining goals here, Jeff. Back to you in the studio. Oh. Haaland off to a sluggish start by his standards. Not to worry. Let's head over to Ellen Road now, where Leeds take on Nottingham Forest. What's sure to be a battle of survival. Yes, darling, battle of survival indeed. Big Sam at the helm, and in all his wisdom, has removed the entire midfield. In its place, we now have Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. Curiously here, Big Sam has benched his wingers to the pine, and in their place, we have Jack the Ripper and the Zodiac. Both absolutely impossible to catch when they're in peak form, darling. Back to you, Jeffrey. Well, we're in for a bumper day of Premier League to finish off what has been a stellar season. We'll be back with more Around the Grounds. Rugby League made its origin oh, week. It would have been run and won by Webkey. now. In New South Wales are fronting up in the darker shade of blue. Bizarre choice of jersey for them. Somehow even more hateable with the massive Westpac logo and the navy blue on their shirt. Don't know why they did that. One of the great T-shirts was our friend friend of the pod, Sammy, at One mm. Origin. Where What was the That's story right. where he just went up and... It was moments before we were heading to the ground at the G when they came to Melbourne for the first time since 95. And he said, oh, I wanted to get a shirt made up down the road for Queensland. What should I get on it? And we're like, I don't know, mate. And he goes, oh, oh Oh, I'll, I'll think of something. And he ran down the road to get a shirt made, maroon shirt with white writing. And he came back and we go, how did you go? He goes, yeah, I just sort of panicked and went with the simple one. I go, oh, what'd you do? And he took his hoodie off and a massive letters on his shirt. It said, fuck you, New South Wales. <laughs> Which was just genius in simplicity. The most powerful three words of all time. Mandela's jealous. But the funny thing is, when we went to the ground, I went to the Dunny at a pub beforehand with, in, next to him, and he's in the cubicle, and he yells out, he goes, for fuck's sake, Sonny, you could have told me rugby league fans are all fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> he was just walking around with these, like, large New South oh. Wales fans staring at him going, oh, yeah, think uh, think you can wear that without <laughs> us uh, whacking you in the face, hey? Speaking of massive, Latrell out. Latrell out. Hopefully it means we got the job done Wednesday night down in uh, the sporting capital of the world, Australia. Did you see Canberra Raider Corey Hadawiranaira collapse with a seizure towards the end of Canberra's victory Incredible. over South? I did see it. Absolutely terrifying. Highly emotional. He yeah. seems like he's okay now. Not in the clear in terms of what happened, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, real hard in mouth did stuff. You know, I heard it was great that it couldn't have happened at a safer place. No, he's on the ground with heaps of doctors around, you know. Yeah, right. You don't want that shit to be happening while you're driving or delivering Uber or something like that. It just, you know, anything could fucking happen. Are you saying delivering Uber because he's got a Pacific <laughs> Island background? No, absolutely not. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. No, I've never had a Pacific Island to deliver my Uber Eats. Oh, no, ever. Not that you know of. Racist. <laughs> it's a real racial pod. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> Full respect for the South players as well, forming a guard around him with the uh, with the Canberra Raiders players. So good luck Loved to him. It. But the big news this week Loved in league, it. mate, it's Rugby Las Vegas. The season is going <laughs> to open next year in Las Vegas with a double header. As we said a few episodes back, the dumbest. What could go wrong? Gambling, piss, <laughs> strippers, 
nothing. What happens in Vegas news. stays in Vegas until <laughs> you get imprisoned for it. Then it's just worldwide news. Ah, uh, pen. What teams do you reckon they'll pick for that? What is? What do you mean? Is it was a bit of a super tournament? Nah. So what they're going to do is they're going to start the NRL season proper with two games over there, a double header in Vegas, and then basically they come back those two teams and then have a week to recover, and then the season starts proper. So basically, it's round one. They're calling it round zero. What are, yeah. Who do you reckon? Well, you want to spread it across the country, so. I'd say you probably want to cash in on the NFL teams, like the Cowboys and the Broncos and those sort of things. Oh, maybe yeah, a, like, yeah. a Broncos. Yeah. It's in Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. So maybe get Canberra over there, get some support for the Raiders. Um, yep. I would yeah. think about getting Souths, so you can cash in on uh, full body gout Rusty yeah, and his 30-odd foot of grunts. Russell Crowe, absolutely. Get the hobo over there, Mr. Hollywood. Russell Hobo Crow, and then maybe chuck in Melbourne as well. So you got Brisbane, Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney. Job done. We've just done it, NRL. Moving on. Do you reckon 30-odd foot of grunts should do like a, a residency there while they're doing it? Like maybe play a few shows? You know when you go to like the MSL or something, like the Symphony Orchestra, and they'll play like the score to a film live in the pit? I think 30-odd yes. foot of grunts should do the score for the entire game. <laughs> but it's just grunts. Every tackle. <laughs> 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 You'd be, to, you'd be able to actually penalise it in the bunker. <coughs> ah, third man in there. We heard the grunt. Thanks, Rusty. Weirdest name. I cannot work that name out. 30-odd. So not even 30. So they're not so sure you know what how it's many... From. I actually know what this is from. Oh, what is it? So it's from a film canister back in the day that was sound effects of someone doing grunts and they, they measure it in feet because that's the, how long the roll of film is. So it was labelled in some film he was in. It just said 30-odd foot of grunts. And he thought, you know what? That'd be an awesome name. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Strike three on the juice machine. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You're juicing, baby. I love it. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. You're juicing my balls. Every day and every night. To Formula One. And Max, no mates for Stappen, takes out the Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> No mates, now well clear in the overall rankings. And Oscar Piastri, not Pistorius, finishes 10th. Just the second time in his burgeoning career that Aussie Oscar has garnered some points for his McLaren team. Did you see any of the Monaco Grand Prix? I did not, mate. I did not. But mm. what, it is the best. It is pissing down, visually mate. It was incredible. absolutely wow. pissing down. Okay. It was carnage. Right. But my favourite wow. part was Martin Brundle's grid walk interviews in the pregame. <laughs> he walks through. I don't know if you saw this. He walks through interviewing celebrities and stuff. Not only does one team, I think it was Red Bull, didn't realise that they were live and he tells him to fuck off. He goes, mate, I'm going to get in so much fucking shit if I see him talking to you. And they're like, well, you have been. We're live. But then the best was when he went up to Real Madrid and Belgian goalkeeper Thibaut Courtois and went up to him and goes... Okay, so as a Spaniard, you've got Fernando Alonso in the race. You're looking forward to him. And he deals with it really well. Courtois goes, yeah, yeah, all the Spaniards are really looking forward to it, blah, blah, blah. And Brundle doesn't miss a beat. He goes, okay, thanks very much. And then still within earshot, spins and turns and keeps walking. But he goes, okay, thanks very much. He's definitely not Spanish. He's from Belgium. <laughs> he says it so well. It's I reckon like what's happened is he said it and someone in his ear has gone, Belgium, Belgium, Belgium! He's, He's like, Belgian. oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm out. He's from Belgium. Another racist. As a Spaniard, you've got Fernando Alonso and Carlos. the lovely Carlos Sainz. Uh, yeah, indeed. So uh, in Spain, we are rooting a lot for this 33rd victory of uh, Fernando. So uh, he has a good starting position today. So let's see what can happen. All right, good stuff. 
Thank you very much. And of course, he's Belgium. He's not Spanish, but anyway. Are these F1 drivers, are they fast routers? Do you reckon they're timing their routes? Do you reckon they're timing their shits? Like, are they're they obsessed fast, with time? With time. Do you reckon they're going... <laughs> yeah, you reckon outside of racing, they're constantly like, Dahl, it's a 20-second shit. You wouldn't believe it. New record. <laughs> New like record, changing you the toilet it. paper like their yeah. tyres. <laughs> yeah, they've got teams in there. We're running low on paper. We have to scrunch. We have to scrunch. We don't have time to fold. <laughs> yeah, Formula One drivers around the house. They'd be so annoying. Just cutting in front of you all the time. I had the racing line, dude. I'm trying to make toast. I could have got that to pop up before you. Fuck off. Back around the ground, and Stamford Bridge kicked off a slight bit earlier than everybody else. And boy, howdy, is it producing! 35th minute here, Jeff. Zero shots, zero shots on target here, Jeff. What an intense battle we have. Still nil nil. Oh, you wouldn't believe it, Jeff. Oh, it's all happening. It's last day drama at Stamford Bridge galore. Let's head to the Merseyside derby now, where the last time we heard from Neville, he seemed to be in some sort of perilous scenario. Neville, can you enlighten us? Apparently it's the 23rd minute mark, Jeff. One nil to the Reds with a great Salah finish. I can only hear the game as I'm in the boot of a car at the moment. And I've just turned the ignition on. I think I'm being kidnapped, Jeff. You wouldn't believe it. So who knows what's going to happen next? Oh, back to you in the studio. I'll keep you updated. Neville going above and beyond. The Merseyside derby always creates drama, whether it be live or in the boot of a car as you're being kidnapped. I'm going to take a risk now and head back to Selhurst Park, although I already regret it. Has anybody scored? That's normally you, isn't it, Jeff? First to score at any cost, in it. Oh boy. It starts out all friendly, bit of a lark. It's all keys in the bowl and soft massages and fragrances I can't even spell. Lubricants with little beads in them for exfoliating while you're going at it, in it. And then the next thing you know, wham! Jeff's coming round for dinner and me missus is asking if I want to watch. Want to watch what, Jeff? I'm not having it, Jeff. I'm not. I'm not. Highly regrettable cross to Selhurst Park there. Let's see how Harland's troops are going over at the Etihad. Oh, Jeff, I'm just so bored. It's 8 Neil Harland with his 8th. I'm so bored. I'm, I'm just flipping my bottle around, as you can hear. I'm just trying to do the water trick, the flip or the bottle. I'm so bored by this game. It's 8 Neil in the 23rd minute. They are dominating Tottenham and... I don't know what to do, either pick my nose or flip this bottle for another 45 back to you, Jeff. Oh, God. Gonna have to cut you off there. Just the eight goals to Haaland. He'll be bitterly disappointed with that output. Let's head back now to Ellen Road in the Battle of Survival. Clarence, what have you got? Just 15 minutes in here, darling, and Jeffrey Dahmer is running wild. He continually escapes the clutches of the Nottingham Forest defence. And speaking of Forest, darling... Ivan Malat has been a revelation up front. He could not look more at home in amongst the forest. Defenders, since his arrival on the scene, darling, Ivan's direct opponent has literally gone missing. 
Despite that, darling, it remains zero goals apiece out here and largely unrefereed as the man in charge was disemboweled moments after the first whistle. Don't be a stranger now, Jeffrey. Okay, kind of creeping me out there, Clarence, on many, many levels. Let's go back to the studio. Hang on, wait. That's where I am. To the richest game in football, mate. $322 million, yeah. to be precise. The EPL promotion playoff, if I can say that correctly. And this was Luton Town against Coventry. This is one of the sporting moments of the year for me, mate. Oh, mate, what an atmosphere at this game. Two of the best goals as well. Two of the best team goals mm. that I've ever seen. And that crowd was just visual confetti. Oh, well put. That's poetic. Just incredible. So let me set the table here a bit. Yeah. Luton Football Club, one of the original 22 First Division clubs that resigned from the Football League to break away and create the Premier yeah. League in 92. Of those 22 clubs, they're the only one who's never actually played in it. So they've never made the, the Premier League until now. In 2007, Amazing. they went into administration, one of three periods of administration in the space of a decade. That culminated in the club being docked 30 points. Really? led to them dropping all the way out of the Football League for the first time in their history. Mm. Now, I want to mm. talk to you about their stadium, Kenilworth Road Stadium. Stop aptly it. titled Kenilworth Road. It holds just uh, 10,200 supporters. It's been the home of the Hatters since 1905, and the ground, quote, Hasn't changed an awful lot in that time. Yeah, you've only had about 115 years. That's according to Chief Executive <laughs> Gary Sweet. What? Gary Sweet? I wondered what he'd been is doing since police rescue. <laughs> Just ditched Angel and went over to what run Great moves. <laughs> Unbelievable. So access to Look the away it. end, the oak stand, is the most unique thing, I think, in football. It actually goes between two houses. And when I say that, I mean quite literally there is a row of houses. We'll put a photo up on our socials. And have you ever seen the Beatles film Help? In mm. that, the opening scene of that, they all go into their own houses and everyone in the neighbourhood's like, oh, isn't that nice? You know, they all live alone and that fame hasn't gone to their head. Mm. But then you open the door and it's all joined up inside as one big house. It looks like that. So you've got house, house, Unbelievable. away end. House, house, away in. So to go in, you've got to go through houses, basically. After you go through these ancient turnstiles and up some rickety stairs, out on the balcony of the stadium, you look directly over all of the narrow gardens of the neighbouring residents down onto these concrete terraces. So It's insane. Mint. If I lived in it one of those houses, so mint. I would be buying 19 oh. away shirts and pretending I was an away supporter every week just for fear of your house being trashed. You couldn't have a wank, could you, in privacy? Jesus, you'd be nervous. There's absolutely no nude hammock work on a Sunday when you're hungover. <laughs> oh, we got a home work. game. Spewing. I wanted to barbecue in the buff again. How's this, though? So Gary Sweet wrote about the stadium. That name is doing my fucking How good is it? Gary Sweet, quote... To be able to get Kenilworth Road ready now, just for maybe two or three years, is more of a gargantuan yep. task than building a new stadium. So this is him talking about the fact that it's not Premier League ready now. Whilst they build a new stadium down the road, they're going to have to do something to this stadium here. But instead of him saying they're going to change it, here's his quote, Like it or not, Kenilworth Road is real life, proper old school football. It should be embraced or scorned upon at your peril. Oh, stop Gary it. Sweet. That is amazing. Get these prima donnas, Bruno Fernandes, walking through Unreal. there. Some old ladies like, you want some chicken cacciatore before your game? Like, scaring the shit out of him. 
I want just that. Just throwing dimmies at him from their backyard. Yeah. So yeah. the game itself, mate. That'd be unbelievable. At Wembley, sold out. Yeah. Visual confetti, as you said. Luton Town skipper Tom Lockyer. Mm. This is Huddleware and Ida stuff. Collapsed on the field in the eighth minute. So that was hearts in mouth stuff as well. What? He, oh, did you see this? He went down. He got to be stretched oh, off and taken that. to hospital. I thought he was injured. No, no, no one knows why oh, he collapsed. Shit. But then later, there's a photo of him in his bed, still with his playing socks on and his family around him at the moment that they win it, and they, they're all celebrating. And I'm like, wouldn't have thought that's ideal viewing for a bloke with electrodes attached to his chest, <laughs> who just collapsed with heart murmurs. <laughs> Anything you want to do while you recover? Yeah, can I watch the most stressful game of football of all time? Mate, I was in bed at four in the morning watching True. it and I was I was flipping True. out. I, I, at first I thought I couldn't stay Freaking awake. Out. And then when it finished, I was just buzzing. I don't know how we would have done it in hospital. Anyway, the game itself, there was a disallowed goal with five minutes left in extra time. And it was from Luton. Oh. They actually had two goals scrubbed out. But at the time, you're thinking, if they don't go on to win, that decision, that handball decision has just cost the, the club $320 million. It's so dramatic. It went mm, all the way to penalties. Incredible. Then oh. the shootout itself, after 11, 11 consecutive successful penalties, Luton Town eventually came out on top when Coventry's Darbo blasted high and wide. Commiserations, dude. So oh, Luton Town have now up. been promoted yeah. through five divisions in the last what, eight years. Ryan Reynolds picked the wrong team. So maybe Daly's new favourite player, <laughs> Pelly Ruddock Panzo. Pelly Ruddock and Panzo. He's been in each promotion winning team. He's a 29-year-old English-born oh Conga God. representative. And he's the first and only oh player in history to now have played for the same club in the National League, League Two, League One, the championship, and next season he's going to be a Premier League player for the Hatters. He's my favourite How player good is ever. that? That is unbelievable. Do you want to quote for him after the game? That is incredible. Yes, Here's please. him after the game. Quote. Right now, pump it into me. I feel like I've completed football, man. Now it's time to party all summer. Oh. Completed football. He hasn't played Premier League. Championship player. <laughs> completed football. So pretty pumped for Luton next Unbelievable. year. And I can't wait to watch some of their home games. Go Luton. Love them. A lot of looting happening in Luton, you reckon? It would be. Yeah, no, it's known for its Luton. <laughs> you fucking idiot. It's not good if you're gluten intolerant. <laughs> Coventry fans who are gluten intolerant. <laughs> gluten town. It's gluten town. Really repeats on you. It used to be called gluten town. They got rid of gluten and the mayor said... There will be no more gluten. We are taking away the G. Drop the G. So is that right? And I heard Coventry is actually a group of witches who hang around one tree in particular. It's a coven near a tree. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the origin of both. Fuck, we're juicing balls tonight. Oh my God, the story's fucking shifting. Oh my God, it's really, really boring. AFL now and Richmond failed to capitalise on the dead cat bounce. And it was the round to do it as well because it is a uh, quintessential tipsters nightmare with upset galores. And it? Polo Boy still remains. Of course he does. When does this dildo start? When does the big Dylan start? Do we know? Um, so you got a start date? 
I think dildo and date shouldn't be said in the same sentence necessarily, but I don't know whether he's going to uh, slide his way into the DMs, as they say. <laughs> I don't think Polo Boy is going to let it we'll happen anytime Polo soon, Boy's mate. Not interested. No consent coming from leaving. Polo Boy. Sure. Back on the horse <laughs> to cricket. The IPL final between yeah. the Chennai Super Kings and the Gujarat Titans will be, well, tonight at the time of recording after it was postponed due to rain. Meg Lanning. In a massive blow for the Aussies is out of the ashes, Mace. This is due to, quote, mm. medical reasons. Let's just hope she's okay. Remember, she took that year-long hiatus mm. and went away and served she coffee. Did. So wow. hopefully everything's okay with Meg. Pray for Meg. So Alyssa Healy is going to take over the captaincy there. And Sean Abbott hits yeah. the record books with a ton for Surrey, coming off just 34 deliveries. Not a bad bit of form going on in the Aussies. Unbelievable. What a tonk. Big tonk. What a tonk sesh. Love it. Ashes Watch. Boom, boom, boom. Winter of Publis Steve's Ashes Watch. Publis Steve and his Aussies have arrived on English shores. <laughs> and Aussie spearhead Mitchell Stark has hit back at Stuart. Hey, look at me broad. After the porcelain-faced Pumblechook stated that the 4-0 drubbing of his soppy pack of limp dick. Nimwitz was, quote, Avoid series. Nothing about that series was oh, high-level yeah. performance. Because of the COVID restrictions, the training facilities, you, the oh. travel, not being able to socialise. In my mind, I don't clash that as a real ashes. Oh, my God. This man. <laughs> you, you idiot. You're an idiot, Stuart. You black cab driving, scotch egg eating, conservatory sitting, east end watching, pims drinking, tube taking, peak district walking, Bulldog-loving, Britain's Got Talent partaking, tea-drinking, queen-sucking, S-Club 7 reject. <laughs> Eat my shorts, Stuart, you <laughs> fucking cocksmoke. I hate you. Um. Suck my spring roll off. Sorry? <laughs> Sorry, you broke up, mate. I missed all of that. So, Starkey... Sorry, that was my Uber Eats so order. Star- yeah. Oh, they forgot the spring rolls. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> Starkey has lent into this discussion, quote, this is from our man Stark, Mr. Healy. Oh, yeah. The funniest thing out of all that is that they called it quarantine on the Gold Coast. I did seven of them, and that was the easiest by a country mile. The Poms had the pool, the gym. They were in a resort on the Gold Coast. They trained at Metricon. They weren't confined to their rooms, and they had their families there. They were still allowed to play golf on tour. Is that an excuse for four zip? Dunno. Stuart. I know. Have a listen to well, it. Well, he, he chimed back in, the rosy-cheeked, clenched-fist-inducing oh, Stuart. Guys, I'm right here. Come on, broad. He responded on social media saying, How many test matches did Starkey play away from home during COVID? Trying to do the maths on it. Zero, wasn't it? <laughs> Australia's most successful off-spinner <laughs> and human light bulb, Nathan Lyon, branded Hey Look At Me Broad's comments as, quote, <laughs> Absolute rubbish. <laughs> the human light bulb continued. <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> That's so good. And the light bulb line continued. <laughs> it was definitely a 4 0 victory to Australia, mate. At the end of the day, we should be really grateful and really humble in what we're able to do, even though it was in COVID times. They were still out here in Australia, which is probably the best country in the world. Pretty poor from Stuart, but he's probably just trying to get under <laughs> our skin. It. 
Well, correcto mundo, uh, and he did it. Even half bird, all bat, Steve Smith, the pubilist wonder. He also bristled <laughs> at Hey Look at Me's comments with the never blinker confessing he thought they were, quote, a little bit odd. Pubilus never blinking bird boy continued, it certainly wasn't ideal scenarios, but the whole world was going through it. And we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we couldn't really complain too much. We were actually out there being able to do what we love. So I don't really have much more to add to it. Yeah. Fair sure, enough. You double decker sitting scunthorpe living, yeah. British got talent, dickhead. <laughs> British got talent. <sighs> the Ashes pantomime is heating up, Mace, and I'm here for it. <laughs> the good guys are going to win it, mate. I'm getting more confident as the days you go by. It. Don't you worry about that. break in the last day now and we go straight back to Stamford Bridge where Chelsea and Brighton are embroiled in a ding-dong battle. Neville, what's the latest? It's half-time here, Jeff. It is half-time and people are sleeping in the stands. It is incredible. It is CaptainSnooze.com at Stamford Bridge. It is absolutely snoring off. Still nil-nil. Not much happening. Back to you, Jeff. Football does not get much more exciting than that. You heard it here. Nil all. We'll endeavour to get straight back to Stamford Bridge. But right now, let's see if there's any developments out at Selhurst Park. Kevin, any developments on your end? Well, how's this for a development, Jeff? How's about come round to your gaff? Unannounced and all. Start giving your missus the old in-out, in-out, in-out. Eh? How's that for a development, Jeff? How would you like it if your missus started screaming my name in her sexual ecstasies? Eh? I know you're with Karen, Jeff. I know it. Just get it off your chest, Jeff. God knows you probably put enough on her chest, innit? There's a development for you, Jeff. Of course I know. Two all. Absolute banger of a game, if I'm being dead honest, Jeff. Well, developments indeed. It seems the jig is up on me banging Neville's wife. But we'll endeavour to keep Karen happy one way or the other. Let's head straight back now to Ellen Road in the Battle of Survival, where I'm hearing there may be some men off the field. Darling, it has been on for young and old here in the first half. And whilst there are 22 heads remaining on the field, a vast amount of those have been detached from their bodies. Half time here, Jeffrey Darling, and I have to tell you, these tactics have ruffled some feathers, but they haven't ruffled the back of the onion bag. And Big Sam, oh, 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 is not happy. I can see Big Sam reading the riot act to his team, which is an interesting tactic. Not the sort of chaps who normally take constructive criticism well. We'll have to wait and see when they reemerge. Bye, darling. Okay, dealing with mass murder in an overtly camp manner there. Impressive stuff, Clarence. We'll be back with the second half on this, the last day of the Premier League. Why is my voice always so high? In some sad football news now, seven have been arrested over the Vinicius Jr. racism ordeal during Real Madrid's game against Valencia. The Brazilian player was completely abused and vilified ad nauseum by the crowd. Valencia were fined a paltry 45,000 euros and have a partial closure of their stadium for five matches. The next game, Real players walked out wearing the Vinnie Jr. shirts as a sign of solidarity. Now, the tweets were interesting here. 
Vinicius Jr. has gone hard. He is sick of the racial vilification he and most black players cop. Yeah. So his tweet yep. to the La Liga in general said, the competition thinks it's normal. The federation does too. And the opponents encourage it. I'm sorry. The championship that once belonged to Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Cristiano and Messi today belongs to racists. A beautiful nation which welcomed me and which I love, but which agreed to export the image of a racist country to the world. I'm sorry for the Spaniards who don't agree, but today in Brazil, Spain is known as a country of racists. But I'm strong and I'll go to the end against racists, even if far from here. So pretty full on. Ah, pen. Big ah, pen. Ah, pen. Now, you would have thought maybe they would come out La Liga and try and... Open a discussion, perhaps, or at least acknowledge their faults. Mm. La Liga boss Javier Tebas, mm. Javier Tebas, quote, We have tried to explain to you what La Liga is and what it can do in cases of racism, but you have not shown up to either of the two agreed dates that you yourself requested. Before criticising and insulting La Liga, you need to inform yourself properly, Vinicius, don't let yourself be manipulated and make sure you understand the work we have been doing together. <laughs> Sounds like Vinicius is the problem. Yeah, yeah, he's not That's the victim here. It's thing. his issue, isn't it? I mean, pretty tone deaf from old Javier. I think he's since come out and oh. apologised for those quotes in a classic apology of like, I'm sorry if anyone was offended style, but it's a real shit fight. <laughs> of course, of course, isn't it? Oh, we pray for Vinny. Pray for Vinny, but it's also weird that like, yeah, so Ivan Tony got banned for what 10 months for gambling on the sport which obviously is a big no-no yeah. but it's also like his shirt is yeah. emblazoned with gambling advertising the stadia are adorned with yeah. with sponsorship from gambling companies and then when he gambles and says yeah. i'm actually an addicted gambler everyone goes well you've got to pay some money and you can never play whereas the punishment for racism seems to be completely paltry in comparison it's pretty piss weak absolutely it's just so hypocritical Pray for Vinny. Pray for Vinny. To more positive news now, to Paralympic yeah. news. An Aussie wheelchair athlete, Jamison Leeson, wins the Boccia World Cup for Australia. Are you aware of Saw Boccia? This. Loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Watch the story on it. Where the mum, her mum's a right-hand man. It is. Yeah, quite literally. So it's basically like Bocce, like lawn bowls, but Jamison Leeson competes in the pairs competition with her mum, Amanda, they believe they're the only mother-daughter combo in Paralympic history, which is very cool. So yeah. Jamison's disability is so severe that she cannot use her arms to throw or even roll or kick, some competitors kick. So she has basically a ramp built up for her. Now, her mother puts the ball on the ramp and it's up to Jamison to instruct her mum the angles and how to adjust it and where to put it. So her mum has to have her back to where the balls are at all times. She's shooting blind with only Jamison for direction. I mean, it's kind of underrated role from her mum. Like, how would training be? Like, oh, my yeah. mum, I want to go train. My life's finally oh. got purpose. Like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, I guess we're doing that then. It's pretty full on. Just put the lasagna in the oven. God Come on. damn it. Need some more time. I love it, though. She's a gun. Yeah. What's the mother-daughter in Australia? Right. Of course it All is. All eyes on the Paralympics. We'll the be best. watching that come this time next year. Oh, yeah.
Well, there's always surprises and excitement galore in the last day of the mighty EPL. And none more so than today, out at Stamford Bridge, in a ding-dong battle for the ages. What have you got for us? Jeff, this is quite surreal. I've just turned around and realised there's no one in the stadium anymore, Jeff. It's that boring. It's unbelievable. The referee is asked to leave. This is unbelievable, Jeff. Neil, Neil in the 70th minute mark. No shots. No shots on target. It, oh, I'm about to pass out from excitement, Jeff. Peter, no one blames you. That's the joy of football. It is all happening at Stamford Bridge. Let's check back in now over at St Mary's where the last we heard Pebbles the monkey was up front for Fulham. What's the latest, Hugo? 66th minute mark here, Jeff. And Southampton, 1-0. 1-0 to Southampton over Fulham. But I'm watching now, they're, they're making a substitute, Jeff, and they're, they're bringing on a giraffe, Jeff. This is unbelievable. Replacing Pebbles, who hasn't been great up front for them, Jeff, today. He slipped on a few banana pills, if you know what I mean, the way he's been playing out there. Absolutely crazy stuff. They must be employing the long ball with this giraffe coming on. I think his name is Magoo, from what I'm reading in the fixture here, Jeff. The long ball must be the way they're going. They need a goal here, Jeff. They need a goal. Fulham, Southampton 1-0, 66th minute mark, Jeff. Back to you in the studio. Disappointing end for Pebbles the monkey there, but every chance for Magoo the giraffe to nod one in and make a hero of himself. I'm just being told Kevin has an important update. It's Selhurst Park. What's the latest, Kev? It's the 69th minute, Jeff, and I tell you, all I can think about is you and me missus. Fucking 69. Okay, slightly juvenile fixation on the numerical digits of six and nine there. That's what the Premier League will do. Now let's check back in with Neville. Is he alive? Oh, the drama of a derby. Ooh, 53rd minute mark. Ooh, 2-0 to the Reds. I am cold, Jeff, but they are treating me well. Ooh, if anyone's listening, please tell my family I'm okay, Jeff. Please. Oh, two nails to the Reds. Ooh, please don't hurt me. Neville! Oh, ho, ho, ho! The drama of Derby Day at Merseyside. Neville fearing for his life. If you can hear me, Neville, through the trunk of the car or whichever undisclosed location you are currently residing, I will get in touch with your wife. Don't you doubt that for a second. I will call her immediately. Oh, quick to be calling his wife, ain't you, Jeff? I bet you are. I bet you are, Jeffrey. I tell you what, if you can hear me up in Liverpool, stay in that trunk, gov. Because the reality outside of that trunk ain't worth living, Jeff. It ain't. Because the reality outside that trunk is that your wife's copping one from Jeff. What's the point of it all, Jeff? What's the point of it all? Get me gun. Free two wolves. All worldies. Astonishing development there. Somehow Kevin has managed to cut in without me even throwing to him. Oh, it's amazing stuff from Kev. He's got some advice for the nearly dead kidnapped Neville and he is reaching for a weapon of self-destruction himself. Long live the Premier League! Unfortunately, even in the last days of the Premier League, there has to be a fizzer. 
And this case, it appears to be the stalemate over at the Etihad. What can you tell us about Man City, Tottenham? It's 12. It's 12. It's 12, Neil here, Jeff. Haaland again with his 12th for the game. A delicious pass from Haaland into himself, back to Haaland. The score, you wouldn't believe it. Well, you would, because this is what happens when City playing with Haaland up front. It is unbelievable. I can see his dad in the crowd with his big box head. Just he, He's nearly... He's not even watching, Jeff. He's not even watching. This game is shit, Jeff. Someone got a pillow. Back to you in the studio. Just the poultry dozen for Erling so far. Not much happening at the Etihad for the guys in Sky Blue. Let's head back to Ellen Road, where the last we heard, Big Sam was addressing the troops and he was not holding back. The big news here, darling, is that the players have re-emerged from the tunnel after the halftime break, but Big Sam has not. From my wonderful vantage point, I can see a long trail of blood down the main race of the tunnel into what seems to be Big Sam's entrails. One can only deduce that Big Sam is no longer for this earth. Meanwhile, full credit to Harold Shipman, who has completely put the opposition to sleep, darling. The resumption of play has seen him really target the aging and weary legs of the opposition. I'll keep you posted. It's 60 minutes in, yet to be a goal. Ho-ho! The Premier League managerial merry-go-round takes another scalp in none other than Big Sam. I do hope his wife is okay. To basketball in the NBA playoffs, and it's time for the two greatest words in sport, Meso. Not Australia wins or even England lose. I'm talking about Game 7. And this is going to have happened by the time this is released, but the battle between Boston and Miami is going all the way. What are your thoughts? Unbelievable. Game 6 is nearly the best game of basketball I've ever seen. The the most dramatic game of basketball I've ever seen. I've never seen someone tip something in with 0.1 of a second. So the Marcus Smart three bounced in and out. Derek White had the follow-up with 0.1 of a Absolutely. second, as you rightly say, to get it back in. Chaos. Way to box out, Miami. But there's been some <laughs> funny stuff around this. Did you see the footage of the guys at a wedding in Miami who thought they'd won? No. It's the funniest thing ever. They're all watching on the phone, and when Smart's shot misses, they get up and celebrate in full Seppo style. I'm talking massive <gasps> flags. The bride stands up oh, on the bridal table. They start no. spraying dry ice everywhere. Completely oblivious that they've lost. Someone jumps through the wedding cake. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Someone's divorced. <laughs> Full on. And they're not the only ones. Did you hear Jimmy Butler's quotes after they were leading 3-1? We're going to listen to some music. You know, we're going to drink some beers back there. We're going to go have some wine. Um, you fall back on, you know, your habits. And myself and my teammates, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to smile. We're going to be in this thing together like we always are. And we're going to go get one on the road. Oh, stop it, Jimmy. Hope he hasn't jinxed it. Yeah, we'll wait and Those see. His beers are gone to his hips. He can't get around. He's leggy. The Denver Nuggets swept their way to a finals berth against LA, so they'll be loving every second of this. Oh, yeah, they're going to sweep. Yeah, they're going to sweep whoever they The play. Joker's probably just <laughs> eating goulash and drinking from a hog's head or something. Oh, licking his goulash away from his lips. Big time. Just waiting. <laughs> hey, I had a weird one. Weird musing. Weird musing. Yeah. It's a bit dark. Okay. I saw US politics, the voting system in the US. 
I didn't see this coming. Had a really good idea. All right. How to fix that. This will be great. Another amusing from your man Mace. Out of space, wearing lace, in a chase with Christopher Scase. Red and blue are the colours, aren't they? Red and blue? Correct. Yep. Three words for you. Crips and Bloods. Right. The two gangs, we get them to fight each other to the death. Winner takes all. And whoever wins, the Republicans get it or the Democrats get it. I just thought that was a really, a really good, a really good idea. <laughs> From your face, it's really... <laughs> no, no, it makes a lot of sense. I always feel like mass urban gang warfare is probably the way to settle any democratic process. And it's just a live, like the LA riots, it's just a live shot of them fighting. And we just watch the stream until they're, till whoever's left. Can we punt on it? Oh, it looks like the Democrats have got it. Yeah, 100% you can punt on it. I wouldn't go out in that red bandana, John. Why not? Uh, it's not looking good for your mob. <laughs> okay I always thought that with world okay. wars Like instead of like pressing the button and nuking someone yeah. It's like neutral country Say Beijing, Socceroos style We get a forest yeah. You can pick a hundred of your best yeah. warriors And it's just maybe you're allowed like a knife So the worst case scenario If you lose as a nation A hundred of you are gone But we just have that And we could rig up cameras and watch it and be great GoPros to the head mm. It'd be great. GoPros on the knives. You ever go play like Laser Force when you were younger? Like, you know, that sort of stuff? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. That's my middle name, basically, when I was growing up. Mason Laser Force to main. <laughs> fair, fair street cred. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about when I went and played Laser Force on my 11th birthday? My brother took us as a chaperone and we're all signing up. And you mm. sign in with like a nickname. So it's like Terminator shot Wolverine or whatever when it comes up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we all yeah. sign in and we go in there and we're waiting and it's like a bit of a hubbub at the front desk. And I'm like, what's going on? And my brother's still there. I'm like, hurry up. What are you doing? And he was in an argument mm. with the chick behind the counter. And they were both about 16 arguing because he couldn't get the nickname he wanted. And he wanted to be called Ass Bandit. <laughs> Sir, you can't have Ass Bandit. And he goes, all right, forget about it. Ditch the Bandit. Just give me Ass. No, we can give you Bandit. So he was Bandit. And then... Why wasn't that in his diary? I <laughs> <laughs> also remember one of my mates, Egg, Evor Kondrick, didn't quite get the concept of the game and he just hid in the corner. And he's like, yeah, I didn't get shot once. It's like, actually, you did. You didn't realise it. And you didn't shoot anyone. He just went to a dark room and sat there for 50 minutes. How was Laser Force? Yeah, it was awesome. Egg, you don't get it, mate. <laughs> egg. Yeah, his, head looked, his head looked like an egg. My nickname was Ince because I loved Paul Ince. Fact, Ince was the name. How shit is that? Ince. Speaking of Ince, to football now. <laughs> to football. And it was the final day of leagues all around the world. The Serie A was taken out by Napoli a while ago. Barcelona have La Liga. Racists and the French mm. league uh, <laughs> was taken out by PSG. Benfica win Portugal, but the big one was the Bundesliga mace. It ended in the most dramatic fashion of all. Did you see this? Oh my god, this was horrific! Yeah, so <laughs> absolutely horrific. So Bayern Munich finally looked set to lose the title that they have uh, monotonously held on to for the past decade. And rival Borussia Dortmund needed only a win at home to take out top honours, but Dortmund 
bottled it. They threw it away and could only manage a draw against Mainz on home turf. Meanwhile, <laughs> Bayern Munich score a dramatic 89th minute winner to pinch their 11 straight Bundesliga title on goal oh difference. Oh my God. Devastating. These photos of these players at Dortmund oh, with the crowd still just there. Crestfallen. Stunned. The opposite of visual confetti. Mm. Just absolute stillness in the crowd. It was just horrifying. You know, it's a shocking result when the, the fans stick around. It was a bit like Miami after game six. They all just sit there in silence. Yeah, like, well, absolutely. You don't have to just stay like, here, guys. What? There's nothing to watch. But you know, they I can't move. the whole town, yeah. they'd already organised the bus tour and everything. Jinxed it big time. And in the minutes following full time, it was so weird, Munich announced that they had sacked the CEO and Munich legend, Oliver Golden Gloves, Granite Head Khan, and their director of football. And Oliver Khan described it as the worst day of his entire life because he was forbidden by the club to even attend the game or to celebrate with the team. Hardcore. Wow. Germans don't mess around. So German. I know. So German. What did he do? You're fired, and you cannot come to TGI Fridays with us this week. Oh, man. It's Taco Tuesday. It's It's Taco Tuesday at TGI Fridays. I'm so confused. How many do you want? Nine. Is that yes or not? Let's head back round to grounds now on the last day of the Premier League. Straight to Stamford Bridge for undoubtedly the game of the round. How's it looking out there, Peter? Snow! Snow, 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 snow! They're all sleeping, Jeff. This is amazing. A classic snowfest in the last throws of this Premier League season. Oh, you couldn't script it. Hollywood, eat your heart out. Let's head back now to St. Mary's, where the last we heard, Magoo had been plonked up forward in a desperate ploy to nod one in. 82nd minute mark here, Jeff, and ho, ho, the Saints are 3-2 up, Jeff. A lot has happened in the last 20 minutes. Fulham put on Magoo, and he scored a few goals to get it back to 2-2. But now the Saints have got ahead with a Darren Bent header from across. It is unbelievable. But I can tell you now that the Fulham 11 is basically a safari. Every position is now filled by an animal. It is crazy what David Attenborough the new chairman has done for Fulham. Oh, it must be crazy in there now. Cages in the rooms. You wouldn't believe what I've seen, Jeff, at half-time. It is out of control. There's hay bales all over the field, Jeff. Hay bales, 82nd minute mark. 3-2 to Southampton. What can Fulham do? Back to you, Jeff, in the studio. Say what you like about the management at St. Mary's. Attenborough has done wonders oh now let's head up to merseyside where we have reports that neville is still breathing oh the merseyside derby 71st minute apparently it was the blue shirt that i'm wearing jeff oh which the scouser fans hated so they they kidnapped me (laughs) this is absolutely bananas jeff absolutely mental here uh, still 2-0, I think. Yeah, wish I was in the studio with you, Jeff, with a nice hot cover. I'll put the kettle on, Neville, and never fear. I have been in touch with your wife. 
I've been in touch with all of your wives. Speaking of which, the last we heard at Selhurst Park, Kevin had quite the ideations. He was reaching for a pistol. Have you managed to go through with it, Kev? I'm going to end it, Jeff. I've had enough. The next shot on target's going to be through the gold mouth of me boat race, Jeff. And at the back of me skull, the ultimate own goal, innit? I just want to see what happens here, because it's five apiece right now, Jeff. And I've got to tell you, it is an absolute humdinger, Jeff. You would have loved this. Ah, oh, fuck. Five all in the 77th minute, innit? A humdinger indeed. He's yet to pull the trigger, and there have been several shots fired today into the back of the net. Oh, Kevin, fear not. Your next of kin is in good hands. Clarence, are you still with us? Darling, it's all happening. And I have to say, in the 80th minute here at Ellen Road, the star of the show is 88-year-old Austrian goalkeeper, Joseph Fritzl. He has completely locked Nottingham Forest down. The Nottingham Forest strikers are banging the door down and he is refusing to open. I mean, his home record speaks for itself, undefeated in 16 years of competition. Back to you, Jeffrey Darling. Some pretty average puns there regarding the work of notorious serial killers and kidnappers. We're nearly at the ultimate. We're nearly at the end of the Premier League. To golf, Emiliano Grillo defeated American Adam Schenk. 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 Schenk sounds way too close to Schenk for a golfer, isn't it? It's a tough break. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, how'd you go, Schenk? Yeah, pretty good. Johnny Straight Drive out hit me. Unbelievable name. Oh, he's got to shank it for sure. The Argentinian Grillo won the PGA Tour's <laughs> Charles Schwab Challenge. Crikey. He outshanked Shank to secure the Schwab. Ah, oh, shucks. That was his first win in eight years. <laughs> but the most... <laughs> the most incredible thing, Mace, was his approach... Not Shanks and the Schwab who shanked it, but Grillo's approach, the grill cream, the Grillo pad, his, his approach shot to the 18th hole. It went into, not quite the water, but it went into a, a stream, like a little concrete yeah. ravine, like a little guttering. A little stream. Water stream. Yeah. It was a stream of water. That's correct. A stream. A little water stream. You a stream of water. water. I'm sure you Liz Smiley in the commentary here. You choose some extra. Sugar free. Sugar-free stream of water. So anyway, the ball goes into this sugar-free stream of water with this smiley, and it kept rolling. So the oh, ball... Shit. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway. Can't, I don't even know what sport we're talking about. <laughs> what, are we talking about? <laughs> what are we even talking about? I don't uh, even let know. me see now. No, so the ball was still rolling yep. in the stream, right? So yep. the rules are that you can... Either take the ball and take a penalty from where it entered the stream, or <laughs> if it's going downstream towards the hole, you can hit a moving ball, right? Oh. If it's in the water hazard. Really? So our man Grillo walked alongside the stream <laughs> our man. trying to follow the ball, and it went for five minutes. So there's footage. The whole golf oh. tournament is just on a oh. ball in water rolling around on itself and him just staring at it. Wondering whether or not to like get the feet wet and hit it. Buffering in the water. Mate, it was like a couple of six-year-olds like doing stuff down the creek. 
just everyone watching it going, <laughs> and it finally stopped on a little twig or shtick. It stopped on a shtick, and he's like, all right, I'll take a drop. So he got up and down for a double bogey. <laughs> Oh, he got the golf stick out and he got it up and down in double bogey. And he ended up winning it uh, on a playoff. So very impressive for Grillo. <laughs> on your Grillo. Fuck. <laughs> on your. You know, I've been a big fan of Extra for a long, long time now. And not just because Extra is sugar free. There's another good reason. Extra has a great taste that really lasts. Thanks, Liz. Try it yourself. And enjoy that great, long-lasting taste of extra. And to netball now, and we broke this story last week, the Collingwood Netball Club... We did. ...will fold. We broke this. Me and you, we, you're Tom, I'm Morris. Mate, that's what's going on here. <laughs> we break everything. Yeah. The height of journalism right there. He's back now, you know. He's at SEN. Oh, yeah, I know he's back. Yeah. Let's just hope he's off WhatsApp. So. Yeah. The netball situation at Collingwood, basically the team came in before the AFLW license for Collingwood. So the Pies then used the government sporting grants. So if you have an elite female team, you get a grant from the government. They want to encourage sporting yeah. teams. Yeah. So they upgraded their football facilities with that money, failed to support the netballers at all, and now they're ditching netball entirely and focusing on footy. So not ideal. Not great, not great. It was a pretty emotional game on the weekend. Their coach, Nicole Richardson, was bawling her eyes out on the sidelines. None of this ever would have happened under Eddie's reign. (laughs) I'm only saying what everyone's thinking. Hey, netball, taking it to the the centre, netball's a huge sport. It is quietly, as the young kids say, low-key. Yeah. Huge sport in Australia. They sell out stadiums. Mate, it's awesome live, too. You wouldn't even know it. It is such a fast yeah, game. Really it quick. is so good. It needs a bit more recognition on the international stage. So it's it's not in the Olympics, not an Olympic sport. So it'd be lovely to be able to angle yeah. that one in. So for those keeping count at home, that is breakdancing Olympic sport. Netball <laughs> doesn't quite make the cut. Way to go, IOC. My first love was a goal attack in primary school called Mary Padala. Shout out to Mary. Mary Padala. Mary Padalis. Padalis. G.A. Oh, yeah. Bit of Dreamweaver moment. Bit of Wayne seeing Cassandra for the first time. Yeah, a bit of that. Bit of a glow around her. Did you ever play netball with her? I know you're a netball man. I didn't, but I think that was the first interest I took, and I knew then that I would always want to be a goalkeeper in future, or gatekeeper, as I like to call it when I play. Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. Yeah. Wish I used that on her. Would have got her. Hi, Mel. (laughs) (laughs) More football now. And Ange is celebrating Celtics back-to-back titles. They are now only one win away from another treble, when they take on Inverness Caledonian Thistle, fair name. Sounds like something you'd need a balm on your foot for. <laughs> hey, Doc, what's this bindi? I've stood, oh, you've stood on an Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Sounds like one of the, the chilies that Iron Guts was eating in the competition. He's got to put down five Inverness Caledonian Thistles. This is going to be tough. So that's in the Scottish Cup final this week. Talk about cold heroes. How is he? Oh, he's going? unbelievable. He has to stay, doesn't he? Stay for another season, wouldn't he? They were after him. Well, there's talk of him going to Tottenham and then people after him, but I, I got a feeling he'll go for the dynasty there, have one more crack at Europe. 
this is all just me supposing, but it's just, I've yeah. got a feeling he'll stick there. Did you see him address the crowd when they got the trophy? Oh, my God. Champions again. He's everything I want in a coach. He gets it. He understands yeah, it. He's a lo- he loves the game. Yep. It's more than just a coach. He no- understands what people love about this game. Do you reckon he'd be a um? He'd drink a coke and a Mars bar all day, like that kind of vibe, or would he be a big? I reckon he would have a specific yeah what would- drink yeah. that was weird. So he'd have like. So say you're in his support crew, they'd be like, mate, at all times, make sure he's got a Diet Pepsi Max. 100%. Like, it'd be something that no one drinks. Always. Like, he's got a fridge just full of cans of Diet Pepsi Max. For sure. For sure. And, like, chomp yeah. bars. Give him a curly whirly or a chomp or he will lose it. He's got to lose it. He gets agitated at work and they're like, uh, Ange, don't take it personally, mate, but um, have you had your Diet Pepsi Max? For- oh, I haven't. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yes, and it's the choice of a new generation. Hey, imagine these Japanese blokes in Scotland. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fair new planet that they've arrived on. They wouldn't <laughs> understand anything, anything going on at all. <laughs> imagine those blokes trying to talk to a bloke from Glasgow. Fuck me, dead. Oh, come on, Nicholas Sorry. Sorry, what? What? You're just doing an impersonation of someone eating rotary blades whilst chewing on garbage? What was that? I think it was Klingon. That was bizarre. Yeah, it would be like scenes out of like Coming to America where they think they're making friends, but people headbutt them. You're looking for some sushi. There's no fucking sushi here, or no? (laughs) That's a bit better. Yeah, nah, wouldn't have thought so. Very racist, this ep. Mate, very racial episode. (laughs) I remember my auntie, Auntie Nola, years ago, I got a taxi and I was just telling a story about the taxi driver and she looked at me dead serious Mm. and she did that classic racism thing of hushing your voice. Like it doesn't count if you say it in a whisper. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh, did he he have an accent? (laughs) I was like, well... Yeah, Nola. We all fucking have accents. You've got a pretty stark one right there. Whispering it doesn't help, though. Whispering death. Hey, hey, I hate Jews. Yeah, okay. Don't whisper it. Makes it even creepier. I'm not on your side. Did he have an accent? We all have accents, Nola. So Australian. Don't be a hero, mate. And I said, I'm not trying to be a hero, but the police are coming. And he just decided he'd scoot up the road. And I just said, nah, it's not going on like that, mate. So I jumped in my car and I started chasing him up the road. And then he went down a side street and then the police were coming. And I flashed him and sent them off in the direction of him. But, mate, all I had was my jocks on. I was chasing him up the street and I'm just like, mate. To baseball. To baseball. Oh, what and a Tampa night. Bay still hold the best record. <laughs> oh, what a night. It's next generation baseball. It's excitement. It's bullshit. It's high octane adrenaline. Shit of sport ever. Oh, it's not. It's false advertising. Stop wearing leather belts. <laughs> so 
Tampa Bay still hold the best record in the Major League after 55 games. Just 107 games to go Diabolical. Diabolical. Oh, what a night. <laughs> what a night. When's Daddy coming home? Never. He's on the road for the next six months. If you ever wanted to live a second life or a secret life, you'd just convince your partner, like, actually, yeah, no, I've been picked up. Might not get a game, but I'm going to actually be travelling around with the Yankees. Would you believe it? So I'll see you in about nine months. To NHL and the Stanley Cup final will be played out between the Florida Panthers, hello Florida, and most likely the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Sounds like a chocolate bar with some coconut in it. At the time of recording, Vegas are looking to shut out the Dallas Stars, currently leading that series 3-2. What sort of home support do you think any Vegas team would consistently get? It seems like a transient sort of joint. I've always thought that, but recently I've... I don't know how I know, but Las Vegas got a huge suburban community there as well. I don't know if it's a new thing, but it's definitely there. But is it all derelicts who are evading the law and, and just punting? Or Yeah, it's like Mike Tyson's 19 babies and Dana White's yeah, right. 14 ex-wives in the crowd. It's just... It's a bit like the Gold Coast in that regard. Like, individual events work really well there, but when there's too much distraction going on on a weekly basis, you're not going to succeed as a team sport. Yeah. So, good luck to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Mm. Have you ever seen... Ice Hockey Live? Mate, I haven't, and I'm dying to see it, because every person that I've met I know. thinks it's I know. insane. Yeah, really fast. And I do actually I really enjoy it, but I want to see it live. I think they're kind of underrated in terms of like how incredible their athleticism is, because you almost forget oh, that they're ridiculous. skating on thin-bladed boots. It's like <laughs> they're going in all directions, getting whacked, whacking other dudes, they're tackling, passing, shooting. Oh, by the way, you're skating on ice. Ridiculous, and they are moving at a pace yeah, that a clip. is insane. Backwards, yeah, it is insane. They are the, probably the toughest blokes in sport, I reckon, apart from the Queensland Easy. Uh, state of origin team. Webkey. And this is it. Full time around the grounds in the last day of the Premier League. And let's go to the breathless contest at Stamford Bridge where it has been end to end of the centre circle. Full time at Stamford Bridge. Nil, nil. One of the all time greats, Jeff. Snore. That's the ticket today. Snore Town, USA. Sorry. England, England. Snortown indeed. Let's quickly head straight over to St Mary's where it is carnage out in the field. It's been a zoo of a game. Talk me through it, Hugo. Full time here. 3-3, three, three, Fulham Southampton. It has been unbelievable. All the animals have jumped into the crowd. Oh, oh there's one coming from the old... Back to you, Jeff. Well, rest assured out there, punters. 
He died doing what he loved, being devoured by big cats and wild game in the sport that he loves. Speaking of dying, doing what they loved, how's our kidnapped victim doing in that quirky old Merseyside derby? 90th minute, and it's the last game of the season, and they have let me go, Jeff, but I am naked and blindfolded. And I can hear the Beatles playing, so I might be near the cavern. I might be near the cavern at the moment, so please send for help. Boy, oh boy, what a night. Two nil to the Reds. <laughs> oh, what happens in Liverpool stays in Liverpool. I tell you what, Neville, I'm gonna have to take back the voicemail I left your wife because it is rather candid. Let's head over to Selhurst Park where last we left Kevin and he was on the brink of self-elimination. Kev! I tell you what, Jeffrey, I was ready to end it. I was ready to say sayonara, the big last dance, the walk off the planet. I was ready to turn to dust, Jeff. I was, I was. In me mind, I was over, so I was brown bread. I was a goner. I was ready to call it off. But I tell you what, Jeff, I tell you what, not for the first time, football has saved my life. I'm putting the gun down, Jeff. I'm putting it down. And I'll tell you what, if you and Karen want to come round for dinner Sunday, I'll watch, Jeff. I'll watch. But you got to promise me you watch the replay of this game because it is seven apiece as we just hear full time. And this is the greatest game of football I've ever seen. And I've seen some crazy things this week, Jeff. I don't need to tell you. Fantastic football, the sport that keeps providing. Looks like we have narrowly avoided suicide at Selhurst Park. And I've got the green light to keep banging Karen. Everything's coming up, Jeff. What's the latest at the Etihad? Jeff, I don't know what to say. I'm watching Corrie. I'm not even watching the game. It's 36 nil. Harland has 36 goals in the 90, and there is full time. 36 goals for Harland against Tottenham in one game, Jeff. It's just this is what we've got to get used to, Jeff. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> oh, someone give me that pillow. Disappointing day for Haaland, but let's head right now to Clarence for the closing statement on this Premier League season where it has been a battle of survival at Ellen Road and it doesn't seem like anyone's following the script. Jeffrey, this is sports, not a matter of life and death. In this case, it has literally been the case. More death on the side of the Nottingham Forest players. However, darling... As we approach the final throws of not only this fantastic Premier League season, but also many, many lives out on the field, scoreboard pressure has finally taken its toll, darling. And the Leeds players are now turning upon themselves. It is a sad, sad sight of any football team, darling, when they start eating their own. Quite literally, in the case of Dharma, he has not left the centre circle and he's devouring his opposition centre-half. He's clearly skipped breakfast, lunch, tea and no scones for me, darling. Those molars have been working in overdrive, darling. <laughs> Dharma really doesn't deserve to be on a losing side. Well, there you have it. Shocking accents, plenty of horrible puns, and as 
much philandering as my little wiener can handle. We'll be back in about four minutes with another 38 breathless games of football. Oh, the Premier League. I'm off to Stoop Karen. We've got a football story and a half here, mate. What do you know about a bloke called Nolsey? <laughs> sounds English, sounds out of shape, and definitely from the East End. Tell me more, please. Second shooter from the grassy Nolsey. West Ham fan Nolsey fends off up to a dozen AZ Alkmaar Ultras. So these Alkmaar hooligans ran up the stairs to the away fan section in a European clash. And that section was harbouring the wives and children of West Ham fans. So seeing the trouble that lay ahead, the Hammers diehard fan, 58-year-old Nolsey, stood his ground at the top of the stairs, blocking their entrance, and fended off blow after blow, and is now being lauded as a local hero. He then went back to London, sporting a massive shiner, and there's great vision online of just people chanting his name at the pub before the game. He's quite sort of modest. Nolsey, Everywhere he goes... He got a standing ovation when he entered the ground at their next home game, and he's already been given tickets to the, the final European fixture. So good. There was a Nolsey so action good. figure that was sold on eBay for £6,000. <laughs> and it's just it's this dude that looks like him, an old guy in a jacket, throwing a punch. <laughs> I love that they asked what his name was and he said Nolsey. Nolsey. Oh, yeah, first what? name? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, as in what is your first name? Yeah. Second name? First name, Noel. Last name, Z. <laughs> he couldn't look more English. I can't wait for someone to dredge something up in his past and start zigging on this zag and, and turn Nolsey into some sort of extremist or something. Something bad's going to happen for sure. Mate, I can't believe he only came out with a black eye. Have you seen these ultras? Yeah. They drink Molotov cocktails before they go to bed. Yeah, it's pretty hard. They stab each other for fun. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable he's still standing. They're called ultras. How terrifying is that? <laughs> pretty scary stuff. What does that even mean? Have you seen Nolsey, though? <laughs> yeah, true. What a man, though. The hugging and the embrace. And he's he's not egotistical about it, which I love. Nah, very humble. He's he, not which really... makes me think he's done something dodgy in his past. So I look forward to that coming out. Brick killed the guy. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself a safe house or a relative close by. Lay low for a while because you're probably wanted for murder. Tennis now. The French Open is underway with Escape from Alcaraz, looking to plant his Spanish flag as the next-gen superstar. He's drawn on the same side of the draw as Novak's super-turd Djokovic, so they'll probably meet in the wow. semis, which will be interesting. Hey, how many COVID jabs have you had? Oh, I've had the three? How many have you had? I think I got a third one at my old job because they rocked up and did it, but... Man, is apathy a side effect of COVID? Because I might have COVID. I, I, I've just I stopped caring, and it's going around a big way. Cold season's here. Big time. Oh, fuck, I just did my biggest pet hate ever. Oh, when when you, you cook, you only get two things from people. You get two things when you're sick. You go up to someone and go, oh, I've got a cold. They either say, oh, stay away from me. Yeah, no worries. Gladly. <laughs> I might be crook all year if that's your attitude. And the other thing they say is, oh, cold, have you? Yeah, it's going around. <laughs> 
It's going around. Hey, what? No shit. <laughs> no shit. That doesn't help me. Hey, it's a cold, mate. Of course, it's going around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking it to the baseline here about the French Open, and oh, I had a real moment where a bit of amusing, bit of amusing of why the clay courts, the clay court origins, Sonny. Why is it clay? Oh. Why did they do it? And I did a bit of homework. Did ya? And it's a real ball juicer. So hear me out. Originally, the use of clay Please. was merely a practical consideration. The Renshaw brothers back in 1880 at Cairns oh, yeah. apparently used powdered terracotta to cover grass courts that were wilting in the heat. Since then, technology right. has obviously developed, but the concept remains the same. Little juicy, juicy for the boy. There you go. Yeah, so they couldn't yeah. grow grass, and they said, oh, we can't grow grass, we better fix it. We'll just chuck clay over it. Yeah. And then they went, ah, oh, bugger it, we'll keep playing on clay. Huh. There you go. Typical French. Too lazy to get grass grown. Finally in tennis, Kasper Rudud will take on Sweden's Ilias Ema in the first round. He remains fourth in the world. To canoeing now. Sorry? Yeah. And Australia <laughs> wins silver at the Canoe World Cup in Poznan, Poland, in the men's K4 500. That's the awesome foursome of Riley Fitzsimmons, Pierre van der Westhausen, sounds pretty Aussie, Jackson Collins, and Noah Harvard. Noah, in the ark. Noah. On the canoe. How apt. (laughs) (laughs) Would have thought the pairs comp would have suited Noah a bit better, not to worry. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Born for the role. Born for the role. Our boys were narrowly pipped for gold by the Ukrainian contingent. Mm. Can't really bag Ukrainians now, can we? No, they've got the, yeah, that's right. They've got a bit going Feels on. Feels racist. That's a shame. Imagine yeah, imagine if our blokes were sledging in the canoe. <laughs> oh, yeah? Didn't want to stay at home and fight, you cowards. Uh, <laughs> come on, Noah. Stop arcing up, Noah. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> amazing effort by the Aussies. After winning silver oh, yeah. and being dudded by those Yellow-bellied Ukrainian softies. Our Riley Fitzsimmons <laughs> described the team as feeling, quote, pretty chuffed. Is that it? Yeah. You don't hear chuffed much, do you? Pretty chuffed. You don't hear chuffed. I like chuffed. Often. I always I like, like chuffed. chuffed. It's kind of pommy, I think. Like like getting in a row in, instead getting of a in fight. Getting in a row, yeah. What is chuff? Chuff. Oh, just kind chuffy... of quite, quite happy and content, you know? Yeah, sounds like someone whistling if they were chuffed, which you'd uh, hate. <laughs> chuffed sounds a little bit like, like as kids, we weren't allowed to say fart. We had to say cracker. <laughs> and so uh, it sounds like a, a faux swear word or a fake name for a fart. Like, oh, who chuffed? It's like how Mel, my partner says fudge instead oh, of fuck. Brings and me it down. drives me up the fudging wall. Yeah. I chuffed in the bath the other night and there were bubbles. <laughs> They're having a row with a wanker. Finally, to football. Wow. It's 50 days till the Women's World Cup kicks off in our own backyard, Mastodon. And we, as Australians, have the greatest player on the planet in Sam Kerr. God. Kerr God. Kerr God. God Kerr. Sam God Kerr. Gur God. Sam God Kerr. Gur God. God Kerr. <laughs> Kerr God. Kerr God now. Gur God now. Gur God now. She is a winner. Yep. She is a celebration of this country. Yep. And she is taking us all the way ah. to the promised land, my friend. Ah. All the way. Kerr God. This week, Sam won yet another trophy. Fair cabinet. She scored a brace in the last and therefore oh. ultimate game of the season, helping Chelsea to their and Sam's fourth consecutive title. 
Going to have to get the cabinet maker in to make it a bit bigger. All those trophies got to fit somewhere. <laughs> now, wrap that woman in a bloody safety sarcophagus, mm. all right? No injuries, please. Mm. Safety sarcophagus. Crikey. Okay. <laughs> safety sarcophagus? As a safety sarcophagus, and the Egyptians are completely stuffed. Did Inner City Barata have a buy this week? Inner City Barata did have a buy this week, so we beat the buy, my friend. Well done, we well done. The and the mighty FC Digabats smashed whoever we played last week. And we actually play in about an hour's time at 10.40 p.m. Wow. Cheers. Can't wait for that. Cheers. Can't wait to lose on the final whistle and stare at the ceiling. Oh, judging my life yep. decisions. Dortmund style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Mace. That's all she wrote. It's been a big final day oh, of Premier League action. Wow. It's been a big week of sport, and I think it's been a hell of a big ball juicer of an episode. But what have we learned? <laughs> well, what have we learned, Sonny? Without Latrell, you're going to hell in New South Wales. Oh, God. I don't you're jinx it. I had a, do I tell you, hell. I had a, a dream that didn't have you in it, and it definitely wasn't sexual. But I had a dream the other night, Damn. a nightmare, that New South Wales won by 50-odd. It was so vivid, but oh it was vivid God. enough that I got relief this morning when Latrell was ruled out because I was like, ah, he featured heavily in my dream. So that's Perfect. okay. And they're in the sky blue jerseys. So it must have oh, been a dream. we're good, mate. We're good, buddy. We're oh, good. So the nerves are oh. creeping up. What, hey, what did you learn? I've learned that if, uh, if we're struggling in State of Origin, and uh, well, it'll be yesterday by the time people hear this, then maybe we should get Nolsey in the forward pack because he takes no prisoners. <laughs> Up in. Up in. How can people get a hold of us, mate? Twitter, Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. Much obliged. All right, we are going to get stuck into the week's antics. Go to the Queenslanders. Go to the good guys. Go everyone out there. Tell people you love them if you do like them. And if you like them, tell them you love them. Go Kerr God. God Kerr. God Kerr Kerr God. That's all for us. I need you to stay mint, Mace, and I love you. Fuck you, New South Wales. I love you, sonny mum. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, darling, it has long since been full time here at Ellen Road. But there is no whistle to be blown as the referee has been deceased for some time. Well, since the opening salvos of the match, really. And I must say, darling, I am quite fearful for my life as the players are making their way up the stands, slaughtering anyone in their path. They're devouring everybody and I suppose this is it for me and i just like to say, Oh, oh, what is this? Nolsey! Nolsey has appeared! Oh, he's taking on Dahmer and the boys! Do it, Nolsey! You truly are massive! He's taking a bite out of Dahmer's face! Oh, Nolsey! Nolsey! He's fending them off, darling! Berkowitz doesn't stand a chance! Shipman! Oh, put to sleep in a classic haymaker from Nolsey! Have that for a taste of your own medicine, darling! 
Knowles, he's knocked Fritzel. He can't handle the open air. He's chewing Dahmer's face now. Oh, you truly are massive, Knowlesy. Oh, you're not so pretty now, are you, Bundy boy? Oh, it's nil all at full time. Knowlesy, man of the match, Jeffrey. Knowlesy is massive everywhere we go. He's coming up to bash me. What a man. True football essence, darling. Back to you, Jeffrey.